Hello, I'm Kate and you're listening to Going Vegan. Hello and welcome to another episode of Going Vegan. I'm Anthony and today we are joined by Kate who's telling us all about her plant-based vegan journey. A lot of people come towards veganism and plant-based eating and I hope that it will improve their health and this is certainly a story where that happens. Just a side note, Kate would say the same I'm sure. She does mention dropping and eventually eliminating her medication as a result of the positive changes she found from a plant-based diet. Obviously that needs to be done in consultation with a medical professional. Nonetheless, a really inspiring story. Let's get into it. Enjoy the show. Kate, thanks so much for joining us for today's episode. Really interested to to hear your story. I've already had a little bit of a glimpse into it. You sent a news article that's been done on you. So I, I know some of the answers already, but our listeners don't. Could you start off by telling us the first sort of glimpses of veganism or that first little hint that it might be something that became part of your life? Because I think very few people will wake up one day having heard nothing of veganism and sort of turn vegan in a, in a matter of hours. Normally there's a bit of build-up at least. So how did that start for you? Oh, thanks for asking me. Uh, it's really kind of you to ask me to come on this podcast, Anthony. So I guess, like a lot of people, I grew up loving animals, but still eating them. And I had, I had a mum actually who was quite good at doing vegetarian meals. And she'd make things with lentils and sauce mix occasionally even. Because we had quite a good whole food, little tiny cupboard type shop in our local town. So it, it, vegetarian food wasn't a million miles away. And in fact, I did have a few goes at being a vegetarian. But veganism was something I'd never heard of. And um, I grew, like any, like a lot of people, grew up thinking, you've got to get your protein. And if you're not going to eat meat, you're going to have to get it from cheese or eggs or milk. You know, and my mum was, was super careful about worrying about that you were getting enough protein and all that as well. So, and then one day I did actually meet a, a vegan and uh, I don't think she was a particularly good advertisement. I just thought, you know, I think I was going through one of my vegetarian phases at that point as well. So I was thinking, well, I'm doing enough. And I think perhaps you're just a bit extreme. I had I, I had no idea about the dairy industry and the, how, the horrors of that or the egg industry or anything. I, I really, even though I was going vegetarian from time to time, I never really looked into it at all. So it wasn't actually until I became ill myself at the age of 40. I was a teacher. I was super stressed. And I think I was, I was eating the um, usual sad diet that most people in this country eat, you know, all the meat, the eggs, the cheese, some ultra-processed foods. And I was very, very stressed. I came down, one summer, I came down with a condition called psoriatic arthritis, which is an autoimmune condition and it's pretty much like 
rheumatoid arthritis and I became so sick I couldn't barely get out of bed and if I did finally manage to get out of bed I was like pin stepping mm. really slowly yeah it was it was pretty awful um and I had my kids were quite young at the time I was not long divorced as well I'm sure all the stress and everything contributed to it and I ended up being away from teaching for a year really I was put on a drug called methotrexate which you have to have your blood tested for once a month because it's very toxic and, you know, uh, I had to have steroid injections into my joints. And, and slowly, 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 I st- the, the, the drug started to bring my condition under some sort of control. And even though I had was taking loads of pills and painkillers and goodness knows what, I still somehow thought that maybe certain things I was eating might be triggering my joints into being even worse. I mean, it's an incredibly painful condition. Mm. But sometimes I thought maybe something I was eating, maybe I couldn't put my finger on it was actually making it worse. So I asked my rheumatologist, does food have and he went, food has nothing to do with it and I was like "Mm, I'm not entirely sure but he was absolutely adamant it was that was nonsense don't even go down that route um peculiar isn't it like that that sounds like a really strong strong reaction have you any insight as to what what might have provoked such a strong response from a health professional well, I don't know, but I, th- I, I sadly, I think a lot of rheumatologists are still that way inclined, right. even though there's so much evidence out there now that a whole food, plant-based diet is beneficial for health, including autoimmune diseases. But, you know, I don't know. I think it must be a very exciting field to be in. You know, all the new drugs coming out, all the (laughs) operations and stuff. You know, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know why they're so opposed to it. They're very, very few. I know of one rheumatologist, and he's American, who acknowledges that a plant-based diet can be helpful. So, you know, it's depressing is depressing for people who are newly diagnosed you know they need to be given the options but I'm ahead of myself here because um (laughs) (laughs) so anyway yeah I saw a rheumatology nurse and she said oh well you know some people find tomatoes or chilies they might aggravate why don't you try an elimination diet and see if there's any foods that might be aggravating your pain? Mm. So um, you, you kind of you kind of ditch loads of stuff and you end up e- eating things like apples and rice and that's about it. And then slowly bringing things in, you know, one thing at a time. Yeah. And I found that eggs, cheese red meat were irritating and oh and also stoned fruits strangely Mm -hmm. but the chicken fish and things like that they didn't seem to aggravate but in the meantime so this is like uh, I don't know getting on 19 18 years ago now they we had the internet you know when it all went you know (laughs) yeah And I'd sort of been trying to do a bit of research myself and I'd come across a vegan society and I thought, wow, this is interesting. And I started 
looking and finding out what happens to animals within our food system. And it was a big dawning. I suddenly thought, ah, actually, cows, hens, you know, all the creatures in our food system and, and all the, you know, it was just the beginnings of learning what happens to them. And I was like horrified. I thought, do you know what? I don't think I want anything to do with this. And look, here's the vegan society. You can actually be healthy as a vegan, despite what I grew up thinking, you know, despite despite everyone thinking you're going to die and your bones are going to break. Um, actually, you can you can be healthy as a vegan. So I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. So can I, can I ask, Kate? So what had led you to the vegan society? Was that mm. looking for answers to your health condition, or was that completely separate? Yes, it was looking for answers to my health condition. I hate to say it; it was purely selfish. <laughs> Nothing but wrong you with know, that. <laughs> but when when you're in lo- loads of pain and stuff. Well, actually, I say you're open to it, but not everybody is. I'm still surprised at how many people, when they have got some terrible health condition and on loads of medications and stuff, they're still not open to even trying. I guess, I don't know, it's scary when you're you're poorly. It's scary to change. And, you know, if your doctor's telling you one thing, I I don't know, I've always been a bit, been a bit bolshy and not good at doing what I was told. (laughs) Yes, I think that, I think that actually helps to to enter into veganism, but hopefully less so as it becomes more and more of a mainstream thing, but that that does seem seem to be a common thread actually, to be an early adopter of veganism. Do you think? Maybe you have to be a bit of a rebel in in, in a lot of cases, I think. Yeah, I've I've never, never mind kind of looking like an idiot (laughs) you know and there was a bit of that to begin with for sure so because it was like it's getting on 18 years ago I think now um Mm. and I and over the years I did actually manage to halve my meds but I still got flare-ups and uh nearly lost the sight in one of my eyes before I knew what was going on it was iritis and I had to have a steroid injection in it I had no idea why I had the flare-ups so but um I mean later on I I did get to know anyway so yeah in the meantime I I started my own little food business I did. Um, I, I made food for farmers markets and things because, of course, being a, a passionate vegan by this time, ethical vegan, I wanted to turn the whole world vegan. Yeah. And um, had come to realise that anything meat eaters and vegetarians can have, vegans can have too. Especially as the years went on and vegan cheese came into being. Uh, plant-based milk became more available. I mean, when I first went vegan, plant-based milk was only available in our town in the summer because we we're a tourist town. So, oh, they, so <laughs> it was you know you had to travel to get it. Yeah. So things had changed a lot since then. So yeah. thankfully, absolutely. Can so, I ask? So, um, you described there how many people with acute health conditions there could perhaps be a fear there of of maybe making things worse is what is what i implied from from what you were saying that maybe that's part of their reticence for for trying something even if it has been proven to to help their condition there's there's a fear of well i'm already in a lot of pain i don't want to make it even worse did did you have those concerns at that at that point because actually now you're able to speak with hindsight and and it's it's made a tremendous difference to your life in in, in the positive 
But it, at that moment of kind of deciding, right, I'm going to do this, I'm going to give it a go. Like, did, did you have fear? No, strangely, I didn't. I think because what I'd already been through was so bad, nothing could have been worse than what I'd been through, basically. And also because my mum also had my condition. She's sadly passed away now. But she had, you know, like Monet with his twisted hands. She had mm. twisted hands and her feet. Mm. So that's what, what was going to happen. That's what happens. Your actual joints start degrading as well so you know and 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 you become deformed and people end up with like joint replacements and things like that so I I already knew what the trajectory of my disease was my mum ended up in a wheelchair and somehow my disease I think was even more aggressive so that there was a part of me which thought it can't get any worse and also I don't know it seemed pretty clear fairly quickly that yeah like I was able to halve my meds so apart from the flare-ups obviously what I was doing wasn't any worse than not doing anything of staying on a a horrible oh horrible whoops meaty (laughs) cheesy diet so um, so you got that feedback quite quickly in in your body and in your mind that it it was making a difference yeah well also I was really lucky then in that I had monthly blood tests and we were on this sort of shared care thing where um, I had booklet and they would write down all the blood test results so I could actually see the levels of inflammation in my blood. Okay, so it was a month before or, or a month later that I saw the results in the bloods. But I could, I could actually see almost in real time what, what was going on in my body as well, which, which must was have really been a, helpful. Yeah, it must have been a great motivation. It actually. really was. It really was. And it was great for my phlebotomists who I saw for years. So I was on those meds for like 13 years and they became like friends. Yeah. <laughs> One of whom's now vegan as well. <laughs> ah. And any any um, relation to your experience, do you think? I, th- I am sure. I'm positive. Yeah. She was vegetarian before. She's vegan now, though. Can I ask, was it a, a very quick decision to say right I'm gonna give this a go or you you described that you you did like an elimination diet sort of beforehand was that the case with your veganism that you were sort of gradually eliminating animal products or was it a a snap thing it was pretty much a snap thing and I think I probably kind of relapsed a few times like with oh have a piece of cake you know and things like that you know and it's like because in, in those days as well I say in those days and that dim and distant past, so many people you'd say, oh, I'm vegan. And they wouldn't know, they wouldn't have a clue what it was. Absolutely no idea. And I seem to spend my entire life explaining or apologising for being difficult, you know, especially if people asked you around for a meal and, and they would go, oh, well, do you eat fish? Uh, no. Do you eat, oh, do you eat cheese? No, <laughs> you know, so I, th- I think I probably slipped up a few times, but it was mainly because I felt bad for the for the per for the other person. But then in the end, it was like, no, I'm vegan, you know, mm. so I think, you know, it was pretty much fairly soon. And then but also it was really helped because my husband went vegan as well, pretty much alongside me as well. Yeah. So 
that's so helpful if you've got somebody to do it with you yes you know that is so helpful so can I ask was that was that to sort of make things easier for yourself or or were there different reasons for him yeah I think it was just because it was easier I mean he he does a bit of cooking himself as well you know so uh we both learned together yeah it was it was just it was just easier and actually to be honest he's not a fussy he's never been a fussy eater he'll he's always eaten anything I have to say you know I hate to say it but in France once he bought a tin of gizzards in Greece <laughs> and flipping ate them, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Almost disgusting. But, you know, he is not a fussy eater. But at the same time, you know, I think there was one incident before I m- met him. He was handed a bowl of oysters and he just picked them up and tipped them in the quayside because he wasn't yeah. going to eat them. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's he's he loves animals too. Is completely yeah. soppy over them. So you yeah. know, it's just connecting the dots, isn't it? Really, absolutely. You know? Can I ask when when you decided to to try veganism to go down mm. that pathway? What what was the response of other people around you? Because that can make a big difference, can't it? Yeah. So yeah, most people didn't have a clue, or obviously thought I was probably my my same reaction that I had to that the woman that I met who was a vegan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's gone mad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, yes, I, I'm sure there was an awful lot of that. She's really lost it now. <laughs> well, I mean, um, 10, 20 years ago, you just didn't meet vegans, did you? No, I mean, I, I, you I, didn't. I, the first, first five years of being vegan, other than my, my wife at the time, like I, I didn't know anyone else who was vegan. It was So I, I went vegan uh, 13 years ago. Right. Um, so it wouldn't be until sort of, I don't know, about 2012, 2013, mm. 2014, that I met another vegan of my ex-wife um, and we went vegan together. Like you say, it makes a big difference, doesn't it? And in terms of like having to explain to people as well what it is, like I, I, I remembered a few years ago, my God, when was the last time I had to explain to someone what veganism is? Other than a child, I, I work with children so that often you are the first vegan someone's met, but adults, like everyone seems to know now, but that, that didn't used to be the case, did it? No, it didn't. But there was one... Oh- one other vegan in the village <laughs> or in our little town who uh, he's a lovely lovely man and he's he's 80 something now and he's been vegan for at least 20 years before me probably yeah. a bit more and he he was very quiet about his veganism but i met him through you know volunteering doing volunteering things through the town ta- in the town in our local town he went vegan because he was an RSPCA inspector and he went into a slaughterhouse. He was invited to go and look into a slaughterhouse. He went vegan that day. He went, he got home. Apparently his wife said he was completely grey yeah. and he just went, that's it. And he went vegan overnight. So that, so there, there was, there was my friend John. So, and he's, He's vegan royalty as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah. yeah. Was he kind of instrumental in that, that those first few months, those first few years? Like, did you did you get to know him? Did you share things or, or not? 
I didn't know him in the first few years. Right. It was only only a bit later on that I met him, fellow vegan, and um, yeah, so that was fantastic. And I have since met some other vegan royalty in our town. Well, there's quite a few of us now, but <laughs> there's, there's some people who've been vegan a long time, animal yeah. activists, animal rights people, who they've been vegan like 40, 45 years now, and you know, oh, wow, all hail is all I can say, you know, <laughs> amazing. Yeah. So. Can I ask what, what were the main difficulties that you, you experienced in, if, if we can say the first few years for, mm. for you, because I, I think probably um, veganism was quite a, a different thing. Yes, let me have a think. So yeah, like I said, people didn't know what veganism was. So no. that was that was one thing. Eating out, well, you know. Uh, <laughs> you had to ring ahead several days, if not weeks, in advance if you wanted to 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 eat out or you were invited out somewhere. So that was quite tricky. Not we just didn't eat out much, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's so much easier now. Most yeah. places have got vegan options, haven't they? So yeah. you know, and even then, you still had to explain sometimes to um, restaurants exactly what veganism was. So you know, that's changed, thankfully. Non-vegan friends and family. That family members are notoriously difficult to if you because when you become vegan and you realise you want everyone to become vegan, don't you? You know, yes. when you actually realise you think and then you realise then you think, well, it's not even just the animals, it's now it's like the planet, it's pollution, mm. it's yeah. it's all it's biodiversity, it's everything you know it would just solve everything and you want everyone to go vegan now and why don't you get this yeah. <laughs> but so it's it's really hard when say friends and family are, are just not open to it I'm really lucky now in that most of my close family are vegan now so I'm really really even my brother-in-law dare I say it who teased me relentlessly has gone vegan oh there my word are. yeah so what's possible <laughs> exactly never say never that's all I can say I mean that that's hard but would yeah you say, would you say those things are still the things that are most that are most difficult or has the sort of most difficult list changed for you in 2024 yeah I'd say they're still most difficult because you still want people who are not vegan to turn vegan whether they're especially if they're close to you and you think why can't you see it have you found ways to 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 deal with that or to kind of rationalize it I try well I I'm I I fail all the time (laughs) because I guess I try and tell myself low-lying fruit yeah yeah some people are just open and they're curious and they're like ready to hear what you've got to say And they want help. Mm. And that's great. And Mm. fantastic. Spend your time helping them. Yes. But don't spend... If somebody's clearly triggered by you, they're clearly not interested. You know, I I make the mistake all the time, though. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 
I come across as way too bossy. I think I've scared people away before now because I'm so bossy sometimes. But you know, you just can't help being passionate, can you? You no, know, a- absolutely. There's a, there's a lot of things that I think a, a lot of us go through on the journey, isn't isn't there? And yeah. um, particularly when it's had such an, Im- I mean, particularly in your case, it's had such an emphatic effect on yeah. your life for the good. Wanting yeah. to share that with others, yeah. Um, even even if we weren't talking about so- social justice or environmental justice, like you, you'd still want to share it, wouldn't you? Of course, absolutely, yeah. And social justice is a big one because people, they say, oh, you only care about the animals. Mm. And absolutely not. No, yeah. we, we yeah. care about everybody. We yeah. care about the slaughterhouse workers. We care about the, the people in, you know, uh, countries where their land is being taken and so that, you know, food for cattle and what have you, chickens and pigs here is grown and, you know, they're having their land stolen from them. And, you know, we care. Um, and I mean, I particularly uh, care about people's health as well. You know, now that I know what I know and that we could help so many people who are spending their, you know, getting sick and, you know, only living half a life, really, when they're so poorly, you know. Yeah. I- and and so this could be an interesting point to, to jump in, because I'm, am I right in saying that once you sort of made that initial transition to veganism, your learning and your understanding continued such mm. that there was more development for you in terms of how you lived your life and and the effect it has on yourself yeah absolutely so I've just been to VegFest in London and it was six years ago that I went to VegFest with my daughter and we were busy stuffing all that there were all these different vegan cheese options and there was it was just help yourself all these different flavors and chocolate and goodness knows what we were busy going around trying them all it was amazing it was amazing all these different products and stuff it was just wow and I had just started trying because I was so unfit just just started trying to do a a little run in the mornings with my dogs but I couldn't run because A I was trying to hurt my knees and my joints and B all the tendons were all wrong because when I'd been very sick all my muscles had wasted away completely and I hadn't really done I'd done a little bit of swimming but basically nothing um, since then and um, but I just thought well while I'm out with the dogs I'll, I'll try and do a little run and it, I was all I could manage was like three steps at a time and then walk three steps at a time and then walk so this is what I'd been doing and I'd got up to about half a kilometer or something like this so I had kept going and got better and better but it wasn't it was more like a shuffle back to veg first there was a vegan runner stand there and I thought, ooh, vegan runners, there's a thing, never heard of them. And I, and I just thought, wow, oh, well, that's nothing to do with me. I'm not a runner. Yeah. I'm never going to be a runner. Yeah. But I felt myself like inextricably kind of drawn across to this woman at this stand. She was like tidying up her bits and bobs on the thing and, and she kind of hardly even looked up and went, hello, and I went, Vegan runners, wow, I've never heard of vegan runners. I wish I could run, but I can't because uh, of my condition. She goes, well, why? What's wrong with you? And I said, well, I've got psoriatic arthritis. I have to be really careful of my joints, you know. And she went, well, I used to have rheumatoid arthritis. 
Um, but I went whole food vegan, and now I run marathons. And I, I went, what, really? You run marathons? She said, yeah. And I said, but you're on all your meds, aren't you, right? And she went, oh, no, I stopped taking them 10 years ago when I went whole food vegan. And I was like, absolutely gobsmacked. And I was like crying because I just thought, that's astounding. You know, I thought I was going to be on my meds for the whole of my life because I had actually tried coming off them and couldn't like the year before. I had a big yeah. flare up. So my doctor said, no, you can't. And so I thought, wow, so this woman's gone whole food vegan. What is it? So I then went home and had to do some research again with uh, Mr. Google. <laughs> and I came across Forks Over Knives, the film, and uh, Michael Greger, How Not to Die. And and I sort of read those things, and I just thought, gosh, that's really hard. I don't think this is this is going from vegan to whole food vegan. So people going from from omnivore to vegan, I have huge respect actually, because cha any change is difficult. So yeah, I thought, oh, no more fried onions. No more squishy cakes. I was still doing my vegan stall at this point with pie. I was making all these pies with like homemade seitan and stuff. I was like priding myself in making absolutely delicious food that was, some of it was not so healthy in that it was very high in fat, high in sugar, yeah. um, stuff like that. So I thought, oh, I, and, and not only that, I can't, my husband, he's got his little recipes. He's got off pat. They all start off with fried onions. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I can't do it to him. Anyway, so after about two months, I just thought, you know, I'd, I've been obviously wearing away in the back of my head. And I just thought, oh, dear, I, I'm going to have to give this a go. I don't actually believe it's going to work. It's just one of those strange fads. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, it, it can't be true. It can't be true. Yeah. So um, I said to my husband, look, I'm going to try this thing. I can't imagine it's going to work, but you don't have to. And he went, well, if you're going to do it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> so I thought, wow. So we did it together. Yeah. And like the first two weeks, things tasted they tasted bland to, yeah. you know because we, i wasn't even putting salt in at this point i was going the really the 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 kind mm -hmm. of full full monty yeah. you know no oil no sugar no refined white pasta or rice or anything it was all whole grains fruits and vegetables uh, nuts and seeds you know yeah. all that kind of stuff and after two weeks, suddenly it started tasting amazing. And I, and I was like using herbs and spices and things like that and, and uh, discovering more recipes and, you know, and realizing that actually it's a, a, a diet of abundance and deliciousness. And I started feeling even better. I was going to say, what, what was the effect on, on your health, on your condition, on how you, how you felt? Well, I just, I just started to, <clears throat> it took me a little while to get the courage to, to start trying to drop my meds. Because like I said, I had tried like the year before mm. to come off my pills and almost straight, I dropped one pill. They're tiny, these things, tiny, tiny little pills. And uh, I tried dropping one and immediately flared up. Mm. So with psoriasis as well this time, which is linked to psoriatic arthritis, so and it was really painful. So I was like really a 
bit trepidous and thinking, oh dear, okay. So I dropped one pill, I was fine, okay. And then like two weeks later, another pill, like, like oh, still all right, still all right. And then I was on like two. And then I got down to one. But when I got down to one teeny tiny little pill, I didn't dare just not take it. I yeah. chopped it into quarters <laughs> and, then, and then took three quarters. And then two weeks later, a half and then a quarter. And then like, none at all. I didn't take my pills. And I was fine. No pain, no flare up or anything. And, um, and, and that was that. And that is like five and a half years ago. And I'm still fine. So, hurrah. (laughs) Hurrah, indeed. Like, this fabulous story. I have so many questions. (laughs) Yeah, come on then. Well, no, we've we've not got time for absolutely everyone because I I think we could, we could go on for hours. I, I guess, I guess the first thing that, that pops into my head is you've obviously described how, from your experience, changing to that, that kind of a, a plant based diet enabled you to to reduce and eventually eliminate the medication you were taking were there were there changes that you could feel within yourself in addition to that I'm just thinking of people listening who lucky for them are are not taking medication like were there other other things you could feel I I ask having been on that diet myself for 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 many years off and on I would say but I, I felt differences. I just wondered what your experience was. Well, I feel energised. I feel mm-hmm. happy, apart mm-hmm. apart from the state of the world, which makes everybody bloody miserable. <laughs> but, you know, apart from that, day to day, I'm a happy person. And I think it is because you're feeding your microbiome or your gut bugs. They sort of help make all the happy hormones and stuff. And um, I'm sure that's partly it. I mean, I'm also running now, so I'm 60. Mm. I ran my first marathon this year. Congratulations. Thank you. And and also, uh, so I recover really quickly when I'm doing my running and what have you. So, and, and I'm getting... Okay, so I may not have put in a max effort in the past, but I'm getting PBs even now. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't start when I was 19, but yeah. never mind. I'm still yeah. doing really pretty well. My Garmin tells me I've got a fitness age of 20 as well, which is not <laughs> bad. I'm, I think that I'm quite proud of that, really. Cheers, Garmin. Yeah, good <laughs> Cheers, on, Garmin, yeah. yeah. It's just your wingman there in the corner cheering you on. Nice. Exactly. So, yeah, just generally just feel great in myself really fantastic can I ask your 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 story your experience sounds overwhelmingly positive we've talked about some of the difficulties I think that some difficulties that people experience when they're transitioning to vegan or living as as vegan are well publicized and there are resources out there whether it's recipes or things like that but I think there are other things that people don't talk about as much or the resources aren't there is there anything that you think that there currently isn't much discussion around or there aren't many resources out there that, that would really make a difference to people on their vegan journeys? There are resources for all kinds of stuff now. In the So so for nutrition, I'd go to Plant-Based Health Professionals UK. There's, there's yeah. so much stuff there. There's all the fact sheets. There's, you know, so there's 
been reports that for some vegans, women, bone health is an issue. So there's yeah. there's fact sheets for that. And I think if you're doing your resistance exercise and all that, that's that's preventative. And, um, you know, it tells you all the things you should eat and for maximising your bone health. I think it's easy to perhaps, if you're particularly vulnerable, watch maybe too much horrible footage. I don't know if there's what sort of stuff there is for mental health out there. I myself try not to watch too much horrible stuff because I don't know about you. There's stuff in my head which is never going anywhere. It's there. Mm, and mm. Um, and I, I know one person who, especially through COVID, she, she became a vegan. She's not on, she, hasn't, she doesn't belong to Facebook or anything like that. So where you get support, I think, from other people. So she was overdoing it. And I said, look, it's not for you. If if you if it's not you know if it if it's making you feel really bad it's not for you it's for people who are not there yet really so yes. just to 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 guard against that I think maybe we need some more yeah. stuff mental health stuff I don't know because there's also climate no. anxiety as well isn't there maybe yeah. more stuff for environmentalists uh, and I listened to Klaus's talk you know where are all the vegan environmentalists we meet, need more stuff out there sorry was this a support question everything you're saying is is brilliant <laughs> everything you're saying is brilliant that that's fabulous I mean could, could you go on to say you've you've mentioned some some resources like what would be your top resources for people just starting to dip their toe into veganism or maybe they're a few months down the line well fever for a start i think you know they've got so much covered there they've got health there they've got things to do with animals i find i i, I love peter but i find their stuff very hardcore very very hardcore yeah. and it's not for everybody viva yeah their stuff's tough but maybe slightly easier for some people can i ask for you personally if your vegan transition began now in 2024 how do you think it would have been different to to what it actually was there's so much support out there you've got veganuary what an amazing resource so much positivity you've got some amazing role models out there people diss celebrities but i i love celebrities that are vegan and out there and you know giving it their all yeah so if you flip by the wayside well hey never mind yeah gosh the food so much amazing food out there and actually although i am whole food vegan transition foods are great just swap the the burgers for the veggie burgers the 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 kind of mints for the for the plant-based mints all those ones just swap them just veganize your ordinary meals just make it easy to begin with and then go from there you know because we know that plant-based meats are much healthier than actual shall we say traditionally harvested as they like to say meat so you know (laughs) um you know horrible term isn't it yeah it sounded like you've been recruited by the meat industry there with that with that pr wow yes i'll just try it We we covered a story on on Vegan Week in in November uh, where um chickens were called barn members. Oh yes, I heard that. 
What are you talking about, barn members? Hey, are you a barn member? <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> Fancy Hooray! meeting you here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's cool. And and just one final question. If you could go back to when your vegan journey started and do mm. it all again, is there anything you'd do differently? Tell myself that I'm doing the right blooming thing and don't listen to all the people telling me that it's unhealthy, you know, weird, you know, all the rest of it. Just know that I'm doing the right thing for for. For so many reasons, like I said, for, you know, the, the health of the planet, for my own health, for the animals, everything. So what's not to like? Just pat on the back. Get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, fi- final, final question. Yeah. Uh, what would you say to the uh, original American small framed vegan that you met that you thought was a bit weird would you say anything to them I would say well done but you need to eat more because <laughs> <laughs> that's that is a mistake actually that some people uh, I don't know people who are trying to watch their weight I suppose they they're eating fairly small meals some some you know fruits and vegetables they're full of fiber they're not so calorie dense are they mm. so yeah. you need to eat more just yeah. eat more. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Kate, thank you very much indeed. Oh, thank you. It's been great. Wow, what an incredible story. I really hope you enjoyed listening to that one. I certainly felt very privileged to, to be party to that story from Kate there. Kate will be the first to say that though she initially went vegan for uh, her own health, she is now very much an emphatic animal advocate, demonstrated no more so than the fact that you can now find her on many episodes of Enough of the Falafel Productions, so she's on our New Year's special, she's on about episode 13 I think it is, where we featured veganism and pregnancy, and she'll be featuring in a lot more episodes in 2024 too. You can catch her on our weekly news show, Vegan Week, that drops every Monday. Vegan Talk on Thursdays where we pick an issue and deep dive it. And of course, there's several more episodes of Going Vegan, many of which will already be on your feed and several more of which will drop over the course of Veganuary 2024. If you enjoyed the show, do give us a, a rating, drop us a note to say hi. It really does make our day when we hear from listeners. That's all from us today. Join us next time on the Going Vegan Show.